Hi, I'm Sarah Fry. Today on Patent Pod, we will explore cultural navigation. Cultural navigation is all about partnerships, providing linguistically and culturally relevant support to English learners and their families, opportunities for education, employment, and enhancing their sense of belonging in schools and the community. To help us get started, we'll hear from those who know the process best, the families. That's such as Zakhpalam is the Kaums of Waram chair, and that is Mohor of Loramam, Chinantas the Cree, and the Depatanke Waram. When I finish my classes, just I want to help myself, my family, my sisters, my brother. So, yeah, that's it. What are your hopes for yourself, your family, and your children now that you're in the United States? Well, what I would like for them is protection for my family, education, and that tomorrow they may be other people, maybe not like I have been without education. And I'm glad to be here because I feel like a bird let free from, from a cage. I'd also like to introduce two more guests joining me here in the studio. Maria Ronneberger from Patton, and we also have Josh McManus joining us from Lancaster Lebanon IU13. Josh, you also have a very personal connection with cultural navigation. Would you mind telling us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So when I was younger, I grew up in Indonesia. And at the age of 16, I moved to the United States halfway through my sophomore year of high school. I was raised in a family in Indonesia where we spoke English at home and I understood some of the major components of American culture. But going from Indonesia to the United States in a public school at age 16 was still a really difficult adjustment and that's knowing the English language and again, understanding some of those cultural components. So I can't even begin to imagine the amount of strength and resilience that it takes for our incredible families to start life fresh and to enter a school system in a community where they may not know the language, they may not understand some of the cultural norms and are still pushing forward to call the United States um, their homes. And now, years later, you're still involved in this pro process of cultural navigation through the Refugee Center. Tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely, so IU13 Community Education is the part of IU13 that focuses on serving students and adults and connecting them with educational opportunities to transform lives. In 2015, we started the Refugee Center at Reynolds Middle School in collaboration with School District of Lancaster, as well as many other community partners. What we found was that there was a distinct need based on a community needs assessment for increased opportunities and connection for students and families as they integrated into the U.S. public school system in Lancaster County. With that information, 
IU13, School District of Lancaster, and many other community partners formed a concept of cultural navigation so that we could connect with students and families to help increase access and belonging in schools for students and families from diverse backgrounds. Since that time, we've been able to serve thousands of students and families locally in Lancaster County, as well as some neighboring communities, in connecting them with resources and opportunities that they feel comfortable and that they belong at school. Imagine for a second moving to a brand new country where you may not understand the culture or the language or the systems, not to mention the healthcare industry and everything else that goes along with moving to a new place. And imagine that you were sending your children to a school that may be very different than the school that you went to when you were living in your home country. You may not understand some of the communication that's coming home from the school. You may be worried about your, your child while they're at school, what's going on there. Um, and you may feel like you wanna know what's going on. What is my child learning? What are the challenges that they're facing on a daily basis? And that can be really, really difficult unless you have someone that's partnering with you that understands your culture and your language. And that's where our cultural navigation program comes in. Wow. Well, Maria, I know you got a lot to share on this, but I hope you don't mind. You introduced us to some new friends recently. That's right. And I'd like to hear from them next. We haven't actually got the chance to talk to them. Those are our cultural navigators. So we'll hear from a few cultural navigators that um, support uh, families and students through the Refugee Center. My name is Jeremy Rhodes, and I'm a cultural navigator here at the Refugee Center uh, through the IE13. And it is my pleasure to be a cultural navigator and, and all that encompasses. Uh, a lot of that, um, I can start with saying that I, I work with a lot of people um, in backgrounds that speak Spanish and French. I also speak Romanian. Um, as and in the positions of the schools where we're where we are working, a lot of times I work with families. Uh, for example, in the mornings for arrival or dismissal time, when they bring or drop off their kids, and and just try to get to know them to then be able to use that relationship and work with them to better understand where they're coming from, some of their experiences, but then also what what needs they might have or how we can help them because sometimes they don't know what is available for them, how they can grow, how they can better themselves, their family, and the whole community at large. Some of the churches who really wanted to help and support the new arrivals, they didn't know the culture, and they didn't know how to talk to them. They didn't know how to support them. So finally, they contacted me. The unique experience I built with IU13 is to build very strong relationship with my clients show them that I have their feeling, they love their family, their houses, their friend, their the thing they like, the thing they love, and they come back here. They came here to build a new life, and they build a new for future for their kids, and uh, I just want them to feel they are welcome, they are supporting this community and this country, and as an employee with IU13, I learned that Trust and the relationship is the most important 
service we're supposed to provide for our clients to feel we are here for them. We are here to work with them until they will be independent, strong, a newcomer in the United States. Wow, those were some really powerful stories. Maria, joining us from Patton, could you give us a little perspective from your position, current and maybe even before now as a classroom teacher? Yeah, I think it's really important. My um, you know, previous job as a teacher in a classroom, as an ELD specialist, working with cultural navigators, to now at Patton as an educational consultant, um, really facilitating these relationships as we heard our cultural navigators talk about. Um, you know, the, the object of school is not to just do well in school. We know that as teachers, we know that as educators. It's to help our students do well in life. And um, it's the life that they're going to make for themselves and for others. So in knowing that, and I heard Josh talk about this, it's about access, opportunity, and belonging. That's what we all do in this system of education. The things that we don't think about, though, and how someone that is new and acquiring the language um, they're, they are multilingual learners, bringing so much to the table. And when we really work with schools and really understanding how their systems are affected, all the way down from attendance to immunization to uh, instruction, school partnerships, communication, every bit of that um, is affected when you are new to our culture and to our language. And so working with uh, cultural navigators partnering with school districts and being able to really look at that and understand how we can have better access for all of our students. Thanks so much. You know, you, you've hit on a few things that maybe that Josh said previously, but I'd also invite Josh, you've got a pretty strong opinion on when we talk about this word communication mm -hmm. and maybe some misconceptions about communication in cultural navigation. Could you uh, enlighten us? Absolutely. Communication is so important, and it's more than simply translating or interpreting school-related materials or communication that goes out. It's a step further. It's about a relationship and building trust with families, knowing that engaging with families can help to, to enhance student achievement and to enhance um, community relationships with the school. So one of the things that we try really hard to do at the Refugee Center is to start from a place of understanding where our students and our families come from. And we use that information to simultaneously educate school staff, administrators, teachers, and others in the community so that there's learning on both ends. It's about more than communicating a message to a receiver. It's about communicating in ways that are culturally responsive, that are informed by some of the cultures of students at that school, while also honoring, respecting, and learning from the families. Because my goodness, families that we work with have so much to teach us. They have a lot to teach us about different ways of seeing the world, and they have a lot to teach us about resilience and strength and pushing ahead in the face of obstacles. There's some words that keep getting shared um, from the perspectives of our cultural navigators and from you all today. 
this idea of communication and relationship mm -hmm. and trust is so important. I'm wondering, Josh, how do you know when the magic has happened, when all of these pieces are at play, when there's effective partnership and communication? What does that mean? What does that look like? Above all, we want to make sure that our cultural navigation model that's focused on enhancing connection, belonging with schools and the communities and students, we want to ensure that information that the school wants to communicate to families is comprehensible for all families. Mm -hmm. That's really critical to us because, again, imagine being in a, in a room or in a school or in any kind of environment where there are cultural cues and language that you may not understand. That can raise anxiety, that can, that can uh, make individuals feel at times like they may not be a full partner with the school. And so what we really look at is ensuring that our, our model of cultural navigation that's about forming that connection is making an impact and a difference in the lives of students and families and also in, in the schools themselves. Because schools we've worked with have changed and altered approaches that have been really effective um, as they get to hear from students and families about their perceptions. We also look at four primary outcomes to measure our impact. We measure whether or not parents and guardians feel an increased sense of belonging and trust with the school. And we've been able to see that our services, by providing that cultural navigation piece, does in fact increase those perceptions of trust and belonging. We also look at getting parents and guardians connected into school events. So one of our goals is to make sure that, that the families are aware of what's happening at the school and that there are opportunities, whether that's a parent-teacher conference, a back-to-school night, or even volunteering in the school. We want all families to feel like they can be a part of that school community. We also work specifically with students to develop an individualized goal, meaning we want to know what their hopes and dreams are in the United States and how we can help them. We work with schools to assess what the school goal may be. Oftentimes it could be related to academics, attendance, behavior, and so we track our progress based on the school goals and also the, the individual goals. We also work really hard to connect students, or I'm sorry, to connect parents and guardians to community resources. There are lots of existing community resources that are available to families, but the problem is oftentimes they're not aware of what those resources are. So we measure our success by looking at those connections to resources that we know are going to help to build a strong foundation for the family of basic needs so that when kids are in school, they can really focus on learning. And finally, when we work with the school, we develop a customized outcome with the school so that we ensure that our services are contextualized to the school, the school goals and what they see as being most important. Thanks, it seems like Cultural navigation as a model, there are some core tenets, but as we've seen and heard from, from our families and our students and the cultural navigators themselves, there's so much diversity in the context at play. So what that communication looks like um, you know, in a moment might be different, or what those actual needs are in the community may be different. Josh, 
you've given us some ideas about uh, the factors involved with cultural navigation and what the outcomes of it are. But I'm wondering if you had to, if you had to drill it down, what really is the heart of cultural navigation? The heart of cultural navigation is a relationship between the student and family and their cultural navigator. We've had the opportunity to hear from our team, many of whom have lived experiences that are similar to the students and families we serve. They speak the same language as the students and families that we serve, and they understand at a critical level the needs of the families and what's going to help them to feel connected to their school community. So our cultural navigation team, understanding where our students and, our, and families are coming from, is essential to the work we do. In fact, we couldn't do it without our team of cultural navigators that can directly relate to the culture, the language, and, and even worldviews of mm -hmm. the students and families we serve. And they are really the experts. Mm -hmm. And so, Sarah, you can see how and why schools would uh, really need and want cultural navigation, because look at our schools right now and how taxed they are. These are resources that are in our communities that uh, we can really tap into and use to support our students and families. Yeah, I was really interested, several of the cultural navigators talked about it being a passion for them, like a fulfilling, mm -hmm. and Josh, you shared something a few minutes ago about, you know, not only that these cultural navigators speak the language, but they're actually oftentimes coming out of the community doing this already before mm -hmm. it's even a career. Is that mm -hmm. true? Yeah, absolutely. When, when we talk about um, Jalila and Ahmad mm -hmm. in particular, these are individuals who were, were community organizing and doing some of this work um, before officially you know, being part of the Refugee Center. And, and certainly our other navigators um, come from backgrounds where they have been community organizing, connecting people to resources, which is really, really essential because this is difficult work, mm -hmm. uh, especially for our cultural navigators who are working with families sometimes at, at pretty low points and challenging points in their lives. And so having that sense of purpose um, of creating a more connected community is really important for our navigators. And many times that's the ELD specialist that takes that on. And you know, it, it really, it, they can't do everything. And so this is a position that is not instructional, but it supports the instruction. So everybody benefits from it. So Maria and Josh, what I, as you're talking about this, what I hear is that it really is empowering work. Mm -hmm. It is work, but mm -hmm. it is empowering. Absolutely. It empowers the EL specialist to focus mm -hmm. on what they need to in their position. It empowers the cultural navigator to give back to the community. Mm -hmm. It empowers the families and the students to engage in both the school and community. Mm -hmm. It is truly rewarding and powerful things mm -hmm. when cultural navigation is working. Mm -hmm. I want to thank you both for joining me here today and for connecting us with new friends, our mm -hmm. cultural navigators and our families and our students. And I, I'm excited to learn more about cultural navigation. Mm -hmm. Maria, in your position, could you connect us with resources or people? Absolutely. That's one of the best part of my uh, job. And so to find out more, you could contact the IU13. You could uh, contact Josh directly to learn more about cultural navigators and what they're doing there. Um, or you can reach out to Patton at Patton.net and uh, you can contact me directly and find out more. Thank you both for joining us. Uh, thank you uh, to our listeners and our viewers. We hope that you'll join us for another episode of Patton Pod very soon.
Thank <laughs> you.